Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Wanted to give you guys a quick video. I got a piece of mail. I thought it'd be fun to open up the mail on a video here um, and share a few links with you because the Federal Reserve was uh, had a meeting, I think, in Spain, if I remember right. It was yesterday. Had the conference, um, and it's it's kind of funny to hear what they have to say because the Federal Reserve is trying to create. A narrative that they are trying that they are going to deal with this inflation that they are going to you know tamper down the inflation somehow and I'm of the belief that the Federal Reserve really doesn't have a whole lot that they can do in order to tamper down inflation what they're gonna do is stomp out inflation expectations and that is really what the Federal Reserve is up to because inflation expectation leads to inflation it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and it works the other way too so if you can be convinced that there is going to be less inflation going into the future or even worse there's going to be like deflation or a recession or some major problems coming into the future then you're going to start behaving in a way that produces that exact scenario Right. So if you have this belief that there's going to be a recession, if you have a belief that there is going to be asset depreciation, house prices are going to fall, stocks are going to fall, all this stuff is going to come down, then you're going to start behaving in a way that actually causes that to happen. A lot of people were blaming me saying that, you know, or at least not blaming me for it, but saying that I was like pushing out this narrative that there's going to be a food shortage, causing people to go out there and buy a bunch of food, storing up on that food, and then actually causing a food shortage from it. Now, I'm not telling people to go out and buy food. I'm telling people to go out there and learn to can, buy canning supplies, be prepared for the downturn of food availability. Not that there's not going to be food. The price is going to be so dang expensive, it's going to be hard to buy it. That's going to be the major problem. And so if you come across a bulk of food, then you want to be able to preserve it. And that's more of what I was trying to get at. Now, I said it a while ago that the Federal Reserve was going to use the opening up of the economy as the reason that their interest rate lifting has produced the effects within the economy that they were looking for. They even said it. They need help from the supply chain to tamper down this inflation. They said it. And now if you think about that for just a minute, go back two months ago. I said it then. I said this more, this, all this uh, um, restrictions, these mandates, all the, all this stuff that was preventing people from going out there and experiencing the economy like they should going out there and going to the movies, the concerts, the vacations, going out there and spending money at the restaurant, spending money into the economy, opening that up. That is what's going to free up the economy. That is what's going to bring the shortages down, right? Because as you start moving stuff through the economy, you're going to start finding those things are going to become available. And this is the thing that we're starting to find. I mean, you know, we've been talking about it for a while now that Walmart and Target are oversupplied now and you're going to start seeing the prices of TVs coming down. I told my boy, I said, hey, if you could find the best deal on the biggest TV that you can, I'm going to buy it. He just showed me a 55 inch TV for less than $200. And I was like, man, this is what we're talking about. So he is like, I mean, he really wants a bigger TV because our TV is kind of hammered. So he's 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 on the hunt. He's going to go get one. And I told him, I said, I'll give you three weeks, right? After three weeks, pick out the TV and we'll have it. So we got four, you know, we got basically a month before we, uh, 
before we have a new TV, but I'm sure that he's going to find one heck of a good deal. I told him, check them all out. Check out all the sites that have TVs, and he's on the hunt, man. He really wants one. Um, but take a look down in the description. I have a couple of articles down there, and think about that. Think about how the mandates came to an end, the restriction of the economy came to an end, the opening up, everybody gets to go back and do whatever the hell they want, and how that is really what's going to bring down the inflation. Not the interest rate lifting. That's not going to do it. I mean, items are going to come down in price, and people are going to go out there and spend that. Whether interest rates are high or low, that's going to take place. Now, they may not buy cars, they may not buy houses, and they may not buy a few other things, but all the rest of the stuff, it doesn't matter if interest rates go up or down. That stuff is going to get purchased with cash. It's going to get purchased with their savings. You, believe me, the Federal Reserve is not doing anything. They, they haven't done anything. They practically sit on their hands right, and use a bunch of jawboning. I mean, yeah, granted, a three-quarter point interest rate hike was a lot, but it's still incredibly low, and they're under the neutral rate, meaning that they're still accommodating. This is what's happening. Think about that. Think about that. Read the articles down below. Think about how they're trying to change the inflation expectations and how the freeing up of the economy is really what's going to bring down the inflation. Okay. Um... This is the mail coming from James out of Vancouver. Thank you very much, James, for sending me the mail. Let's see what we got in here. Okay. Oh, wow, man. Well, thank you. He sent me a check for $50. Well, thank you so much, James. That's very nice of you. All right. A bumper sticker. They don't exist anymore. History. 76 plus years in Bye Bye Vancouver. Go to Portland for your service. USA is broke and rotting from the inside out. It says Columbia Harley Davidson. And it gives the address and the website. Huh. Oh, very cool. Let's read the let's read the letter here. Oh wow, it's a long one. Okay, I hope you guys stick around for it. It says, okay. Please forgive me, guys. I have a terrible time reading, so I stutter through this a lot. A lot of you already know that I have a reading disability. Well, I shouldn't call it a reading disability, but anyway. Okay, well, give you a quick history on Columbia Harley-Davidson. It started with my uncle starting a Harley store, oh, I'm sorry, a Harley store in Portland, Oregon in 1923, sold it in 1958. My dad went to work for him in 1931 and 32, born in 1914, quit school in the 11th grade to work for my uncle, George. He became, oh, he became, talking about his uncle, at an point in the largest Harley-Davidson store west of the Mississippi and selling bikes. Dad moved to Vancouver, Washington in 1948, but started Columbia Harley-Davidson in October of 1944. On the 4th, on, I think that on the 4th, I'm sorry guys, in the Columbia State, four blocks from the key restaurant, or I'm sorry, from the key restaurant on the Columbia River. From then the fourth plane 42 years ago. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then for the fourth plane, um, 42 years ago, I am sorry, guys. Then I five and Hazel Dell in 2001 
My years as an owner in 1976 to 2007 sold in May 5th of 2021. Harley cares less of family-owned businesses. They are getting rid of them as it's about sales on numbers, stockholders, to etc. Guy who... The guy who can chase us own... Sorry, guys. Can chase us own 12... Harley-Davidson stores closed it down uh, 422 in the Pan-Chase-Hatis? Oh, gosh, guys, I am really sorry here. I'm trying. Um, Hatis Motors in Galston. I did a 10... Oh, a 1031 exchange. Now in renting biz. Life is getting crazy, as you know. Love your YouTube podcast. Also watch George Gammon, McElroy, and Hartman. Cool. Those those are the guys that I was on stage with over the weekend. Um, Hartman, etc. Get a lot of info. Love. I'm sorry, man. I am doing my best here. Cabo. Cabo. Something. Stay in winter months. Oh, in Cabo. I'm so. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. In Cabo, Mexico, stay in the winter months. 13 years of it. Live on the cheap, then then 81, and still enjoying life. Very cool. Drove to the Baja five times. Hope I did not bore you. <laughs> no, you didn't bore me, man. I just wish I could read better and more fluidly, and that would have been you know, a much better letter for us to, uh, to listen to. But I did my best, and that's what you get. Uh, Biden letter for... Biden, letter for letter, biggest idiot Democrat ever nominated. B-I-D-E-N. Huh. Interesting. I haven't really thought about that. You know what I have thought about, though, is that my name is spelled backwards in the word economist. Uneducated economist. You guys let me know.